0: Welcome to episode 35 of the Mayberry devotional entitled, Do As I Say, Not As I Do. In today's episode, I'm going to look at episode 32 of The Andrew Griffith Show, Bringing Up Opie, and I'll use scripture from Titus, chapter 2, verse 7. Today's episode starts off in the courthouse with Andy sentencing Otis to jail for being drunk. As Otis is getting settled into his cell, we see Opie come in and proceed to make ready as Andy finishes a story for him. After Andy finishes the story, Opie helps out with some chores around the courthouse by posting some wanted posters when Aunt B comes into the courthouse and questions Opie to why he is at the courthouse and not home doing homework. Opie replies that he doesn't have any homework because, well, they beat the rap by asking the teacher all kinds of questions up until the end of class. When Barney comes in, he has a quick draw contest with Opie and then gives him some pointers on how to draw quicker. Aunt B then goes on to inform Andy of an incident where Opie got in trouble at school for handcuffing another boy to the flagpole. Andy figures out it was Barney that gave him the handcuffs and scolds Barney, and then Aunt B goes on to state how Opie hanging around the courthouse probably wasn't the best idea, and not a good influence for a young boy. Andy and Aunt B go on to continue the discussion at home, and Aunt B pressures Andy into keeping Opie away from the courthouse. Andy goes upstairs and has a discussion with Opie about him staying away from the courthouse for what he calls, quote, his own good. The next day at the courthouse, Andy, Barney, and Otis sit around and discuss how it's best that Opie does stay away and how they're all bad influences on him, when you can really tell that they really do miss seeing Opie. Andy decides to go out and do some patrolling while Barney gets bored at the courthouse and tries to teach Otis the fast drawl but he gets aggravated when Otis uses the gun to try to act like he's trying to bust out of jail. At the Taylor house, Opie becomes bored, and Aunt B decides to have him plant some spinach as some educational work. Andy just so happens to drive by his house, and Opie is outside, and we see the two of them talk for a minute, and then Andy leaves, and when he does, he blows a siren for Opie. Later, we see Opie tend to his garden, and when he finishes, you can tell that boredom has just set in. Opie stops by the courthouse and stands at the door to talk to Andy, but he doesn't come in, as he's been instructed. Once he returns home, his boredom gets worse, and he starts down the road just kicking a can. He comes across the old condemned Johnson mine, and while trying to gain access to it, the front caves in. By this time, we see Aunt B making a phone call to Andy, trying to figure out where Opie is. Opie continues kicking the can down the road until he makes a trade for a shirt full of apples for the can. Opie gorges himself on seven apples and then one bite from the last apple before he crawls up to take a nap in the bed of the pickup truck. Back home, Andy returns with Barney to his house while they're out searching for Opie when a phone call comes in and it's reported that somebody named Fred has found Opie. Once back home, Opie gives a report of where he's been, he explains he's straight off because he was tired of planting spinach and he couldn't go to the jail. In a surprise change of her mind, Aunt Bee says Opie acted up because he hasn't been seeing enough of his father. The decision is made to let Opie come by, but it needs to be when Otis isn't there with, well, a snoopful, and Barney needs to quit. Well, Barney needs to quit being Barney. Before Opie is sent to bed, however, Aunt Bee lets him know that she plans on fixing him some food, since he's probably starving and she's fixed him his favorite, an apple pie. Opie gives a look of disgust, as I believe he's reliving those eight apples that he had earlier. The blog shows Opie coming into the courthouse and Andy starting a story about King Arthur. When Andy and Barney start arguing over who the bravest knight was under King Arthur, Opie leaves and claims that they're just a bad influence on him. Now the illustration I want to use from this episode is the whole idea of being a good influence and not being a bad influence. My favorite part of the episode is when we see Andy, Barney, and Otis sitting around talking about that's it's best that Opie isn't around the jail as much and they're all bad influences on him. Otis then claims that he's the worst on Opie and Andy and Barney, they respond back that he's not the worst and, but as Andy says, you're included. Barney tries to make Otis feel better and tells him that, yeah, he's included but, you know, they're all bad for him. It appears at this point that, really, they've come to the conclusion they're all bad influences or they're all bad examples for Opie. The scripture I'm using comes from Titus chapter 2 verse 7. It says, show yourself in all respects to be model of good works and in your teaching show integrity and dignity. And this comes from the English Standard Version. To be a good influence, we must be models of good works and we must show integrity and dignity. While Paul is writing to Titus here in the second chapter concerning teaching, we can use this in all points of our lives. We must strive to be a good influence and be a good example for everyone. Many people like to watch Christians to see how we're going to react to certain circumstances. They want to see if we practice what we preach. They want to see if we're going to fail. The title of my devotional is Do As I Say, Not As I Do. And I'm sure if you're a parent, you've used that line quite a few times. Maybe while teaching your teenager to drive, you told them something and they respond back with, but you don't do it that way when you drive and you respond, do as I say, not as I do. Maybe it's when you're after them to put up their dirty clothes or, you know, it could be a variety of things. We always like to think ourselves as being a good example and, and good influences on our children. But it seems like they never pick up on that. It's always at the times that you're at your worst when they pick up on those things. Maybe when you yell at the driver who cut you off, or you blow the horn because the, the guy at the red light is fooling with his phone instead of going on green. That's when they remember. That's when they pick up on those things. I uh, probably was the best example of my daughter when she was growing up. One of the things I taught her was how to spit. Maybe not the best influence out there, really. After a few more bad habits of teaching her, my wife asked me one time what I was going to do if she repeated one of these things during church one day. That made me think twice about what I was teaching her. Maybe teaching Opie the quick draw or giving him handcuffs wasn't the best idea, or it might not have been a bad idea in the right setting, but. When it moved out of that setting, things took a turn for the worse, as we see Opie did get in trouble at school. As Christians, we need to watch our actions. We have to watch to make sure, as it is written in Titus, that we are being models of good works, because our works can be our only witness to others. I think it could probably be argued that just because we're not being a bad influence doesn't mean that we're being a good influence. Many times we might respond with, do as I say, not as I do, knowing that we're not being the best influence that we can be. I think it's hard, but try and work on changing that to, do as I do, and be the best influence that you can be. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. As I look back, I see that this is the last episode of the first season. I appreciate everyone who has listened to my podcast and all the comments that you've left. I look forward to continuing on into Season 2 and hope you'll join me next week as we'll look at Episode 1 of Season 2, Opie and the Bully. And until then, thanks for listening.